Today is the 20th day of April. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. And it is always joy. It is always a pleasure to come together with you around the global campfire each and every day. Now, obviously, we're ending a week together. Uh, this is a day that is in between days. This is a day known as Holy Saturday. It's a day that believers all around the world are, are sitting with the fact that Jesus has died. Uh, if we're putting ourselves back in the story, then yesterday was a Good Friday. Uh, perhaps the blackest day to be, uh, to be noted by a believer. And this is a day where we sit with the fact that we're in between. If we were back in the time we had been following Jesus, then we would be very heartbroken and, and confused. And believe it or not, that's where we're supposed to position our hearts while we wait, while we wait for tomorrow when everything changes. So hopefully the, uh, that becomes a part of your day, part of your thoughts and prayers and meditations today. And as we move with that spirit forward, we'll move into our reading for today. We've been reading from the New Living Translation this week. And today, Joshua chapter 21, verse 1 through 22, verse 20. Then the leaders of the tribe of Levi came to consult with Eleazar the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the leaders of the other tribes of Israel. They came to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us towns to live in and pasture lands for our livestock. So by the command of the Lord, the people of Israel gave the Levites the following towns and pasture lands out of their own grants of land. The descendants of Aaron, who were members of the Kohathite clan within the tribe of Levi, were allotted 13 towns that were originally assigned to the tribes of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin. The other families of the Kohathite clan were allotted 10 towns from the tribes of Ephraim, Dan, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. The clan of Gershon was allotted 13 towns from the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The clan of Merari was allotted 12 towns from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the Israelites obeyed the Lord's command to Moses and assigned these towns and pasture lands to the Levites by casting sacred lots. The Israelites gave the following towns from the tribes of Judah and Simeon to the descendants of Aaron, who were members of the Kohathite clan within the tribe of Levi, since the sacred lot fell to them first. Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, along with its surrounding pasture lands. Arba was an ancestor of Anak. But the open fields beyond the town and the surrounding villages were given to Caleb, son of Jepuna, as his possession. The following towns with their pasture lands were given to the descendants of Aaron the priest. Hebron, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Libna, 
Jatir, Eshtemoa, Alon, Debir, Ain, Juta, and Bat-Chemesh. Nine towns from these two tribes. From the tribe of Benjamin, the priests were given the following towns with their pasture lands. Gibeon, Giba, Anathoth, and Almon. Four towns. So in all, thirteen towns with their pasture lands were given to the priests, the descendants of Aaron. The rest of the Kohatite clan from the tribe of Levi was allotted the following towns and pasture lands from the tribe of Ephraim. Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Gezer, Kibzaim, and Bet-Haran, four towns. The following towns and pasture lands were allotted to the priests from the tribe of Dan. Altika, Gibiton, Aijalon, and Gat-Ramon, four towns. The half-tribe of Manasseh allotted the following towns with their pasture lands to the priests. Teanak and Gat-Ramon, two towns. So in all, ten towns with their pasture lands were given to the rest of the Kohatite clan. The descendants of Gershon, another clan within the tribe of Levi, received the following towns with their pasture lands from the half-tribe of Manasseh. Golan in Bashan, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone, and Be'eshtara, two towns. From the tribe of Issachar, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Kishion, Dabarat, Jarmuth, and Enganim, four towns. From the tribe of Asher, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Mishal, Abdon, Helkath, and Rehob, four towns. From the tribe of Naphtali, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Kadesh and Galilee, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Hamoth Dor and Kartan, three towns. So in all, thirteen towns with their pasture lands were allotted to the clan of Gershon. The rest of the Levites, the Merari clan, were given the following towns with their pasture lands from the tribe of Zebulun, Yokneum, Karta, Dimna, and Nahalal, four towns. From the tribe of Reuben they received the following towns with their pasture lands, Bezer, Jaaz, Kadimoth, and Mephaath, four towns. From the tribe of Gad, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Ramoth and Gilead, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Mahanaim, Heshbon, and Jazer, four towns. So in all, twelve towns were allotted to the clan of Marari. The total number of towns and pasture lands within Israelite territory given to the Levites, came to 48. Every one of these towns had pasture lands surrounding it. So the Lord gave to Israel all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors, and they took possession of it and settled there.
And the Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had solemnly promised their ancestors. None of their enemies could stand against them, for the Lord helped them conquer all their enemies. Not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. He told them, You have done as Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and you have obeyed every order I have given you. During all this time you have not deserted the other tribes. You have been careful to obey the commands of the Lord your God right up to the present day. And now the Lord your God has given the other tribes rest as he promised them. So go back home to the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you as your possession on the east side of the Jordan River. But be very careful to obey all the commands and the instructions that Moses gave to you. Love the Lord your God. Walk in all his ways. Obey his commands. Hold firmly to him and serve him with all your heart and all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went home. Moses had given the land of Bashan, east of the Jordan River, to the half-tribe of Manasseh. The other half of the tribe was given land west of the Jordan. As Joshua sent them away and blessed them, he said to them, Go back to your homes, with the great wealth you have taken from your enemies, the vast herds of livestock, the silver, gold, bronze, and iron, and the large supply of clothing. Share the plunder with your relatives. So the men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh left the rest of Israel at Shiloh in the land of Canaan. They started the journey back to their own land of Gilead, the territory that belonged to them according to the Lord's command through Moses. But while they were still in Canaan, and when they came to a place called Gelilot, near the Jordan River, the men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh stopped to build a large and imposing altar. The rest of Israel heard that the people of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh had built an altar at Gelilot, at the edge of the land of Canaan, on the west side of the Jordan River. So the whole community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and prepared to go to war against them. First, however, they sent a delegation led by Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, to talk with the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. In this delegation were ten leaders of Israel, one from each of the ten tribes, and each the head of his family within the clans of Israel. When they arrived in the land of Gilead, they said to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, The whole community of the Lord demands to know why you are betraying the God of Israel. How could you turn away from the Lord and build an altar for yourselves in rebellion against Him? Was our sin at pure not enough? 
To this day we are not fully cleansed of it. Even after the plague that struck the entire community of the Lord. And yet today you are turning away from following the Lord. If you rebel against the Lord today, He will be angry with all of us tomorrow. If you need the altar because the land you possess is defiled, then join us in the Lord's land where the tabernacle of the Lord is situated and share our land with us. But do not rebel against the Lord or against us by building an altar other than the one true altar of the Lord our God. Didn't divine anger fall on the entire community of Israel when Achan, a member of the clan of Zerah, sinned by stealing the things set apart for the Lord? He was not the only one who died because of his sin. Luke 20, 1-26 One day, as Jesus was teaching the people and preaching the good news in the temple, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, By what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the rights? Let me ask you a question first, he replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven? Or was it merely human? They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe John. But if we say it was merely human, the people will stone us because they are convinced John was a prophet. So they finally replied that they didn't know. And Jesus responded, Then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Now Jesus turned to the people again and told them this story. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to tenant farmers, and moved to another country to live for several years. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers attacked the servant, beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. So the owner sent another servant, but they also insulted him, beat him up, and sent him away empty-handed. A third man was sent, and they wounded him and chased him away. What will I do? The owner asked himself. I know. I'll send my cherished son. Surely they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw his son, they said to each other, Here comes the heir to this estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do to them? Jesus asked. I'll tell you. He will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard to others. How terrible that such a thing should ever happen, his listeners protested. Jesus looked at them and said, Then what does this scripture mean? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone.
Everyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone it falls on. The teachers of religious law and the leading priests wanted to arrest Jesus immediately because they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers, but they were afraid of the people's reaction. Watching for their opportunity, the leaders sent spies pretending to be honest men. They tried to get Jesus to say something that could be reported to the Roman governor so he would arrest Jesus. Teacher, they said, we know that you speak and teach what is right and are not influenced by what others think. You teach the way of God truthfully. Now tell us, is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their trickery and said, Show me a Roman coin. Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well then, he said, Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. So they failed to trap him by what he said in front of the people. Instead, they were amazed by his answer, and they became silent. Psalm 89, 1-13 A Psalm of Ethan the Ezraite I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever. Young and old will hear of your faithfulness. Your unfailing love will last forever. Your faithfulness is as enduring as the heavens. The Lord said, I have made a covenant with David, my chosen servant. I have sworn this oath to him. I will establish your descendants as kings forever. They will sit on your throne from now until eternity. All heaven will praise your great wonders, Lord. Myriads of angels will praise you for your faithfulness. For who in all of heaven can compare with the Lord? What mightiest angel is anything like the Lord? The highest angelic powers stand in awe of God. He is far more awesome than all who surround his throne. O Lord, God of heaven's armies, where is there anyone as mighty as you, O Lord? You are entirely faithful. You rule the oceans. You subdue their storm-tossed waves. You crushed the great sea monster. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, and the earth is yours. Everything in the world is yours. You created it all. You created north and south. Mount Tabor and Mount Hermon praise your name. Powerful is your arm. Strong is your hand. Your right hand is lifted high in glorious strength. Proverbs 13, 15 and 16 
person with good sense is respected. A treacherous person is headed for destruction. Wise people think before they act. Fools don't, and even brag about their foolishness. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for another week in your word. And as we come to the end of this week, we certainly do find ourselves in this uh, in this Easter holiday season. And it's easy for us to, uh, to, to just skip today, to make today a preparation for tomorrow and not sit with the fact that For a time you laid cold and lifeless in a a borrowed tomb. While tremendous celebration of Passover was happening all around the city. And while many, many people were confused and heartbroken and completely lost. Because uh, they had followed and hoped in you. And even though you had been clear along the way, it was still this this space and time where all was seemingly lost. And so we at least take these moments now to sit with that and to realize no matter what we had done, no matter what we would have done, no matter how we would have tried, we would invariably find ourselves lost without you and so we invite you fully as we as we move our way toward tomorrow but we can't get tomorrow without going through today and without having gone through yesterday and so holy spirit come as we contemplate yet again the love the overwhelming unspeakable love that you bestowed upon us by coming to rescue us. Come, Jesus, we pray. In your precious name we ask. Amen. Hello, this is Robbie. It is... uh, I'm calling. It's April 14th, and I literally just came home from the Moore Gathering which was fabulous. I'm so glad that I went. But the reason I'm calling is at one of the sessions, I really needed a hug. And a lady came up from behind and gave me a hug and kissed me on the head and moved on before I could look up to see who this angel was. Um, So just whoever you were, I was very back row of the Ring of Fire session and thank you for the hug. You more than you know helped um, during a time when I really, really needed it. Um, Jesus answered a prayer and you blessed me and hopefully he'll bless you. So again, thank you for the hug and um, Jill, thank you for the conference. It was exhilarating it's life-changing thank you bye hello daily audio bible community uh, my name is scott i'm the nurse from michigan uh calling on april 15th uh mainly in praise and i want to share a story with you 
Um, since I called late last year, uh, I was talking about the stress and almost like PTSD type uh, stuff I was dealing with being in the ICU and the stuff that I see and, and deal with. And I felt like ever since your prayers and calling in that God has shown that, uh, you know, he's there in both little and big ways. And I wanted to share a story from yesterday uh, that really brought all this home. Uh, just going about my day and I uh, ran into a young lady who we were just talking there for a minute and she wants to go into nursing and she was asking me how I dealt with the stuff with nursing and, and all the things that I see. And first thing that came out of my mouth was that faith and just knowing that uh, there's more going on than I know God's in control. Uh, that helps me get through the day. And that uh, had her open up and tell me a story about how her father passed six weeks ago, uh, going in for, it was probably a last ditch surgery, but it didn't quite work. But the story was is that before he went to the surgery, he said he saw Jesus just walking, uh, long, long flowing hair and a, a blue robe. Uh, he didn't, she asked him if, and he was lucid, and he, she asked him if he said anything, and he didn't, he just smiled. They were hoping that was a good sign that he would be healed. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't healed, but she said that uh, before he passed and he was unconscious, uh, like right before he passed, they just saw a smile on his face. Hi, this is Tiffany from New Mexico, and um, I just wanted to call in today and encourage all of you who are feeling alone. Um, I've been there, and uh, I know that you may be the only person you know that listens to the Daily Audio Bible. Um, you may be the only follower of Christ in your family. You may be feeling misunderstood for various reasons, or have some disease that you think no one understands, or... You may even feel so alone that you've thought of ending it all, and, and we have heard you. Um, but I want you to know the truth. You're not alone. Um, this weekend, I was blessed to go to the Moore Gathering, and I want you to know I saw an army. There is an army of women, and I'm sure there's also an army of men that have your back and fight for you in prayer when you call in or post on the prayer wall. Don't believe the lies of the enemy that tell you you are alone. I want you to know that it isn't just Jesus that loves you, although you are his obsession. It isn't just Brian that loves you, although I'm sure he does. But there is an entire family of us that love you. We're real. We're not just voices on the phone or um, posts on the wall, but, but we're here and we love you and you belong. So keep fighting the good fight because we're behind you. Be encouraged today and don't give up. That's all I wanted to say, but I'm, I'm praying for you all. Have a good day. Hi, this is Greg. I'm a frequent listener and I was listening to the April 13th podcast. I, I decided to listen beyond the teaching and into and through Brian's prayer and um, something he said was pray that God be present in the moment and that he be with us during this week so that this week uh, as this week passes by and becomes a part of 
part of our history, a part of my history, and I really felt prompted to think about some practical things I can do before this week expires to advance God's kingdom. And I thought I'd share a couple of simple ideas. Well, I've been blessed in what I'm going to commit to doing. Um, number one, give. And uh, giving is always a great idea, but if you've not given before, you know, don't give what you can't and don't promise to give what you don't have. But whatever you do, decide to do. Do it quickly and with joy. Even if it's a dollar a week or a dollar a month, and, and even better yet, make it a make it a habit. Hit that auto pay button. And I'm sure the Lord will bless you in doing so. And uh, but the second thing would be, you know, to pray and not only pray, but think about taking a day and giving the first fruit of that day, the very first moment of that morning to the Lord. And a couple of things that I've been blessed in doing is just laying down and and letting the Holy Spirit guide me and actually moving my lips and praying out loud as an act of faith because. Uh, I think the Lord really loves to hear from His children, and He'd be blessed to hear from each of us. And it might stretch your faith boundaries a bit by praying out loud. And uh, the third thing would be, you're called this week to pray for a country. Pick a country somewhere where maybe you've got friends or missionaries or a country where God's children are being persecuted, maybe even a country that's an enemy of the nation that you live in. And uh, just pray that uh, the gospel pours forth from the missionaries and saints touching that country, and that they hear the voice of Jesus and um, receive him into their hearts and turn and repent and be healed, and that their land gets healed, and maybe even that uh, that nation, from that nation, the Lord's gospel would pour forth. And Hey guys, uh, Daryl Prezano down here in Georgia. I don't call in too often, but I've called in before. Uh, listening to today's message, April 15th, Brian, I don't know if you're going to hear this message or not, but man, thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. Needed what you shared today in your commentary. When you were discussing where Jesus is talking to, I think it was Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says that the kingdom of God is at hand. What is that? What that means is the kingdom of God is here among us already. It is within us. And I knew that as soon as you said it, as soon as you read it. From, from, from the reading, but in your commentary, you said, how long are we going to simply be grateful for the grace of God in our lives and how it applies to our lives, and yet continue to battle and battle and battle out our own inner darkness and not be effective for the kingdom of God? which we are, which is among us. The job is right now, right here, while we are here, to spread his love. My gosh, because that is me. Battling today, not effective for God today, get past it tomorrow, and I could be effective. But what about today? What about when I shed a, talk about Jesus today? Guys at work. They need me ready in season constantly. The world needs that. Brian, thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate that. I, I needed to hear that today. That was a great, great word. Great. The gospel passionately. Love you guys. God bless you all. <laughs>